Hello and welcome to another episode of A Bad Bitch and Politics. It is a bit chilly outside today, but I figured we'd open up with a little comedy story of something that happened to me this morning because I love to enjoy comedy in times of political craziness. It helps to not be so bogged down because politics and keeping up with things in the political world can really make one just depressed and sad and angry and all of those emotions that um, aren't, aren't well for your soul. So anyways, every Sunday, Benjamin and I go grocery shopping and I always go to Starbucks while he goes and grabs our water, his um, Coke and beverages, and then he meets up with me in the fruits and veggie section and we continue grocery shopping. Well, this morning I'm waiting on my beverage and I'm talking with the barista and we're just, you know, small talk, having a good time while she makes my drink and out of nowhere she like gets very serious and like whispers to me and is like, do you know that guy standing behind you? Because he keeps looking at you up and down and he's looking like a creeper. And I'm like, oh shit, okay. So I nonchalantly just kind of, you know, tuck my hair behind my ear and like move my head to glance behind me. Um, And when I do, I see Benjamin. And I almost start cracking up laughing and I'm like, yeah, that's my fiance. That's my creeper. And she's like, oh, okay. Um, And I'm like, but thank you for looking out. Like, thank you for being aware of the surroundings. Um, But I just thought that was a little funny this morning. Um, It's funny because it was Benjamin. Had it not been Benjamin, it would not be a funny story. Anyways, I don't know. I thought that story was kind of funny. Um, diving into political stuff because that's what you're here for there is drama going on with twitter as you has as usual and as there has been have been um there was twitter files let me look this up um (laughs) that yes the the twitter files dun 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 in all caps it's a big huge thread i'm sure you all have read through it um i'm not going to read through it all but it's basically saying that people were asking twitter to delete and remove certain tweets to suppress things in a nutshell and the republicans are going crazy over this let me tell you i it's funny to me because in the tweets it literally says that by excuse me oh okay so number 10 in the thread if you're following along or if you have it number 10 says both parties had access to these tools for instance in 2020 requests from both the trump white house and the biden campaign were received and honored so that means that both parties were doing it and both parties were getting it honored Um, The key words in that one is the Trump White House and the Biden campaign. Keep that in mind. So, free speech, 
involves government control. The government cannot control or suppress your free speech rights. Well, people seem to forget that. And in this one particular tweet, in the number 10, the Trump White House. So Trump was president during this time, and Biden was not. He was just campaigning. He was not, like, actively participating in the government at the time. So which one of those two, use your noggins, which one of those two is an active participant in the government during that time? Trump. White House. Not Trump himself. I mean, it was Trump himself, but any of his um, employee, government employees. So, um, there, my first take in reading this, in being unbiased, is looking at this and being like, okay, so one party was an active member of our government, and the other party was not an active member of our government yet. So, one of our, one party was actively suppressing free speech, and one was not. Now, Another part of my brain wants to say Twitter was a pri- is a private entity. Twitter is a private thing. So what Twitter wants to do with Twitter, Twitter can do. As we've seen with Elon Musk doing all these crazy things like adding people back in and removing people and oh my god, it's so dramatic. I cannot I can't keep up with it to be honest. Um and I like part of me doesn't really care like too much about what elon does because twitter is its own thing i'm sorry if you can hear my neighbor above me this mic might pick up that noise but so a part of my brain is like i really don't honestly care but then a part of my brain is like well the government isn't supposed to suppress free speech and the trump white house was then i read further and i do some more research And I'm like, what are they trying to suppress? What tweets were being removed? What information were they suppressing? And the Biden campaign was having Twitter remove pictures of his son, nude, smoking, I think it was crack? I don't know, drugs too well, but doing drugs. Now, as as like a person... If your nudes are being shared online, I think that you do have a right to request them that they be be removed. And I do feel that the entity or platform that was sharing it should remove it because that is disgusting. I know Republicans are doing it. Republicans want to share it because it makes Biden look bad. But like... Biden wasn't the one in the bathtub smoking and doing drugs nude. First of all, if you're in the bathtub, you're going to be nude. If you're not nude, I I personally think that's weird, but I'm not going to judge you. Um, but, like, we, we know that Hunter Biden had an addiction problem. We've already discussed this. We know it. Why are we demonizing it? Like, why why can't we just uplift him and hope that he gets better? Like, it's weird. It's weird that the Republicans are wanting to like broadcast this over and over again. It's just so strange. And it's so strange to me because Republicans have a lot of dirt themselves. They have some scandalous shit going on behind closed doors. They're sleeping with people they shouldn't be. They're doing drugs they shouldn't be. We just know this. So why are they demonizing Hunter Biden? All to get at President Biden. To make him look bad 
to make him the bad guy. And it's just so weird that we're wasting time focused on Hunter Biden when we need to be looking at what's going on in this country and how to make it better. So that's just a personal thought of mine. Um, And Elon Musk is, I guess, going to be releasing more Twitter files and we'll have to see them as they come. But personally, Twitter is its own thing. If they want to delete a tweet, delete a person, like, okay, do it. You have the right to, it is your own thing. So stand by as these Twitter files dun dun come out in the near future. We are going to be moving on to discuss a little vote that happened. And um, so there was a vote that happened to protect same-sex marriage, basically to codify it. And to my surprise and shock, there were 12 U.S. Senate Republicans who voted to protect same-sex marriage. Now, they should all be voting to do this. However, like, it's a given that Republicans just aren't going to because, I don't know, I, I don't, I don't want to get into, into that part right now, um, into my opinionated part yet. But uh, let's read this list, and this list is coming from, I will link... The Reuters website or article. Um, let's start down this list. Susan Collins from Maine. Rob Portman, Ohio. Tom Tillis, North Carolina. Mitt Romney, Utah. Lisa Murkowski, Alaska. Dan Sullivan, Alaska. Cynthia Loomis, Wyoming. Todd Young, Indiana. That one, sh- that one was surprising. Um... Shelley Moore Capito, 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 West Virginia, Joni Ernst, Iowa, Roy Blunt, Missouri, Richard Burr, North Carolina, and that is the list. Now, please read this article because it explains in each little section of why they pretty much voted, Um, but it's interesting to see that that many did. I am shocked because Republicans have been so strict about this and all these excuses coming up like you heard my recording with um Bob Latta's um oh my gosh how am I forgetting his name already meh okay well the interview that I did last not last year holy cow where is my brain today the interview that I did last season and he was like oh well they don't have time to vote for this like it's ridiculous that we have to it's a given blah 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 and I was telling him like people are scared because they thought that it was a given because the supreme court ruled that abortion was legal and then look at what happened so now people are scared that their rights for same sex and interracial marriage is going to also become like also become is going to go back to the states and there they lost their rights and he was like oh that's not blah 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 and now we're seeing this and it's like see dude it was needed i should have a follow-up interview with him to discuss this these things but um it's just interesting to see and of course all of them should have voted for it because why are we trying to dictate who can marry who like that's so strange and we already talked about that in the last episode but we need to continue the discussion because 
it's still happening. Like there's there's government representatives or I'm sorry, representatives in our government that think that they should be dictating that. That even the states should be dictating that. Why can can somebody please explain that to me? Like it's so strange and they want to use and the one thing that they want to use is because it goes against their religion and their religious freedoms and it's like okay but these people don't follow your religion and your religion if you do some history on your own religion does not prohibit same-sex marriage so very weird very strange to me but nonetheless I'm impressed with that vote and another vote that happened which here we go. I love I'm loving it when we get these votes going because it gives us stuff to talk about and it shows us which representatives are for the people. Honestly. Because the one we're about to talk about is just so shocking to me. But there was a vote in the Senate um to give rail rail workers paid sick leave, okay? And I will also attach this article um, in the details box of my podcast. But it says a whopping 43 people who have unlimited sick days voted to prevent around 115,000 rail workers from gaining just seven paid sick leave days. So I like the way they worded this because people, but when they say 43 people, they're talking about the senators voted they have uh, okay our senators have unlimited sick days and they voted to not give 115,000 rail workers seven paid sick leave days just seven paid sick leave days that I just feel like it's 2022 people it's almost 2023 this should just be a given like at the bare minimum scraps that corporate America crazy business America wants to give their employees. I feel like seven paid sick leave days is the bare minimum. And who were these Republicans? Well, I'm not going to go through the list of the 42, but some of them that stick out to me that is like, they really don't care about the people. They really don't. Like, they really don't care enough about you to give you seven paid sick leave days. That's crazy to me. All right, so I'm just going to pick out a few. Um, Todd Young, Susan Collins, um, Ron Johnson, Rob Portman, fucking Ohio. Yeah, you know what's crazy about the Ohio representatives is they are always like, protect the union workers, protect the work, protect the working class, protect American workers. And here they are not giving you seven paid sick leave days. Insane to me. Freaking insane. Anyways, moving on. So Rob Portman, um, Ron Paul, crazy, Mitt Romney, Mitch McConnell, surprise, Mike Lee, surprise, Marsha Blackburn, surprise. Like, eh, going through this list right now, scrolling through, and it's like, I'm literally not surprised. And this is why I don't get too excited when Republicans vote in a way that I'm shocked about because like I'll be I'll be honest and be like, oh, I'm shocked that they've that they voted that way. Like, good for them. But then it's shit like this. It's like, wow. See, I knew it. I knew that I knew it. You're you're like you're giving the people just a little bit to make you think you're for them. And you're really not. 
So, yeah, looking at this list is not shocking. There was one Democrat on this list, and it's just nuts. It's nuts. I, you guys, are you are you listening to this? Seven, seven, seven single days, seven paid sick leave days for rail workers. And then they want to talk about the economical impact that them going on strike would cause in this country. And obviously, it would cause a huge economical impact. They literally help transport and do many different things to keep this country moving. Just like semi-truck drivers. Just like factories. Just like all of these moving parts to get things to where they need to be so that we can continue living. So if it if it has that much of an economical impact, don't you think they deserve seven paid sick leave days? Am, am I, <laughs> sometimes I'm like, am I like crazy or am I not seeing something? Just give them seven paid sick leave days at the bare minimum. They deserve more than that, but at the bare minimum, folks, come on. So in conclusion of this very brief podcast episode, go ahead and just keep track of who is voting for what in this country because you're really going to see who is for the actual people of this country, who is actually for working Americans, and who is not. I guarantee it'll be eye-opening and shocking to you. Um, Not to me because I'm aware, but please, please be aware. Please do your research. Please be active because I'm telling you, if you're paying attention, you will soon realize harsh realities. Anyways, go out there and be the baddest bitch you can.